excited to welcome our podcast guest today, Lazarus Pechigala. And I know you told me you go by Laz. That is correct. Yes. Well, welcome to the IT podcast. So tell us about your role in Centera IT. So in Centera IT, uh, my role is a manager of IT in a department called Digital Solutions. And I oversee product owners and product managers. What a product manager and a product owner does is they kind of work on a singular product, whereas a project manager kind of shifts from one project to the other. A product owner and a product manager looks after the whole life cycle of a product, like getting features to release, making sure that those features have a life cycle of their own, that they're being properly maintained, et cetera. So that's kind of like the work that I would be doing here. When we first talked, we talked a little bit about the Sentera app, which was, you know, one of the things that I thought was so fascinating about what you get to do every day. And on top of that, I think that started with the Optima apps. Tell us a little bit about what you do with both of those apps and kind of the technology and innovation behind that. Sure. So like you mentioned, I started first on Optima. I was hired as a product owner, but at that time, Sentera was still young to agile. So they hadn't had the term product owner as a title designation. So I came on board as a business analyst. And um, then they later were able to get the title through. And then we started hiring product owners at Optima. Uh, I moved from Optima then over to Centera and oversaw Centera while another product owner came on board and managed the Optima side. I love both products. Both at the end of the day helped me help get people to healthcare and For me, humanitarian effort's huge. Um, I grew up in the church, uh, so my dad's a bishop of over 700 churches. I love that, Laz. That's really cool. Yeah. uh, So we also had a clinic, uh, an orphanage, a school, et cetera. So I grew up with all of this stuff. So like to me, humanitarian effort's huge. So when given the opportunity, uh, my manager at that time, Lou Bailey, said, hey, you know, we're like a family here. You'll really love the culture, et cetera. And I said, Lou, honestly, I just want to know whether or not I'm going to have a challenge when I work there, because that's really what I want to be able to tackle. And she says, well, I can give you that. Um, So (laughs) I ended up accepting the job after like six rounds of interviews. But long story short, I I was super excited to come on board on Optima because it was an app that, you know, at that time had good features, but it needed help. And then later on, through Meticulous and really everybody's uh, engagement across all of Centera, we ran like a big bug bounty and, and other defect triage meetings. So that way we could resolve all of the outstanding defects on Centera and on Optima. So once all of those were addressed, uh, we started rolling out like app review modals that allowed people to rate how they feel about the app. Yeah, tell us about kind of how you guys took that rating from, I think you said it was at like a two, maybe? Yeah, it was a 1.8 like and a two, uh, all the way up to uh, 4.7 and a 4.6. And that's um, the app rating, right? Correct. That's for okay. iOS and on Android for Centera. I'll have to check what Optimas are today, but there are also in the fours. So it's a huge, drastic difference. And um, again, it was a, it takes a village, right? Uh, you don't, you can't do everything by yourself. And it really was developers, QAs, 
uh, the business side involvement and picking things, product owners, everybody, like literally it, it took the, all of us in terror is what I say to help fix what was going on. And we did a great job and it shows on the app. And we knew that it was starting to show on the app because uh, we have a department here at Centera called the voice of the customer. And they were running surveys based off of different periods of time. And they were all coming back as fours and fives. But then you look at our app store listing and we had actually one mock interview of a patient person walking through the app like a patient say that since it was like below a four star, they doubt they would have downloaded the app. Oh, wow. uh, and that kind of resonates, you know? Uh, so with that as fuel, we started looking into different avenues on how we could increase that app rating. And that's when we saw, you know, modal on another app that said, hey, do you like this app? Rate us. I was like, let's get that into the application. So we put that into the application. And then over the next few days, you could just, if you could see the grin on my face, it was like so big because we started shooting up, 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 and I started counting. Hey, we hit three. Hey, we hit three point five. Oh, that's so cool. Eight, four, etc. So it was. It, it felt like a very big achievement when we got finally over four point five. My final IT Centera question for you is just how do you feel your team or your department is changing or impacting healthcare? And I think you've spoken to that some already, but I'd, I'd just love to hear us, you know, kind of wrap that up with a summary. Sure. Um, I think there are really, really big changes ahead. Our leadership has got like some amazing, amazing visions on what's on the horizon. And I, I honestly think that we're probably going to change patient experience from being a generic patient experience to being something more customizable and more personable. We want to get to a point where we're more on the terms of like, hey, Taylor, are you doing great today? Do you need anything? That would be a future state that I wish we could have. But to get there, we could start with a good morning, Taylor. Here's your latest claims. Here are your... Uh, authorizations that came through or here's what's changed have you taken taking your medicine stuff like that there there are small tiny steps we could take that could help improve patient experience and, and as well as member experience in my opinion yeah that's incredible i mean if you think about what everyone has walked through the past gosh two years with covid and how we have really been so removed from community and people engagement to then be able to get back to that utilizing and leveraging technology to really help people not only engage with our providers, but just engage with Sentara as a whole, engage with our apps and just create that feeling of personal care. Plus, I know that technology often relieves our providers of, you know, doing things that take them away from patient interfacing. It's just really incredible and, and cool to think about the impact that your role alone is having on patient lives and, and Centera as a whole. So I completely agree. Um, when you mentioned that, uh, especially the COVID part, it reminded me of one of my favorite features within the Centera app was uh, the ability to pull up your test results on the home screen without even having to log in which is kind of like when, you know, God forbid you're in an accident and you need your uh, insurance card right on you. There were times when I would go to like a restaurant in DC uh, and then as well as San Francisco, and they'd ask you for proof of uh, vaccination. 
then the ability to have that vaccination information right on your phone and being updated, that was very convenient. Also, like during COVID, I don't know if anyone else has done this, but messaging your provider to see if uh, they recommend another shot or do you think you should hold on for right now until they have more information about what that shot is like. That, to me, you can't beat that. No, that's awesome. Really, really cool. This podcast is about technology. It's about innovation. But something that honestly inspired us to start this podcast was a conversation that you and I had where we talked about technology and innovation, but we also talked about the stuff that I love to talk about, which is the the fun stuff, the good stuff, the stuff we do outside of work. You know, we are more than just the folks behind IT. Um, we all do some pretty fun and incredible things. And you inspired that last with all of your different hobbies. It was hard for me to pick which one for us to talk about. But one of the things that I know you are super passionate about and pretty great at is photography. Correct. Realistically, for me, it all comes down to photographs are a, a quick snapshot of a moment in your life. So right. uh, what happened was in the fifth grade, I actually picked up an old Fuji point and shoot film camera. Um, and I started taking like pictures around the house with it. And I really fell in love, but it wasn't until like around the ninth grade that I started taking photography classes. Uh, and then I started learning about all the different tips and tricks. I used to get so upset when somebody walked into my photo. That's the type of person I was. Yeah. So I'm taking this beautiful nature photo and then you walked into it. Um, later, uh, my dad also used to ask me to take pictures for him as well. And then uh, he wasn't a big fan is what I would say. And I was like, for the life of me, I will never be able to take portrait photos. And then I went through a whole phase then later where I got really good at portrait photography and barely did any landscape. Wow. Um, and then after that, <clears throat> I started merging the two together, portrait and landscapes. Okay. And then now it's portrait, landscape and motorcycles. So it's like a, a hybrid of everything now. But yeah, you give me a camera, I'll shoot anything. Last question for you. You know, this is my favorite topic. And what we talked about the first time I met you is coffee shops. You know, the coffee shops that are kind of off the grid, not your, your typical Starbucks coffee shop, although I love Starbucks as well. And I know you do too. And you gave me some awesome recommendations the first time we talked about some cool coffee shops. Now, I know you are up in... Arlington, Virginia, right? Correct. And um, I'm down here in like Chesapeake, Virginia Beach area. So can you tell us your favorite coffee shop up there and then your favorite coffee shop down here? Because I know you're well-versed in both. I'll start actually with the reverse because I have so many here. <laughs> so <laughs> over there um, in Virginia Beach, my favorite coffee shop is 17 Hands. It's uh, it's right. on Kempsville. Uh, Kempsville and I believe Centerville. Uh, it's at the neighborhood Walmart area that's right there. There's a McDonald's and everything around it. So I used to go there first thing in the morning, grab a grab a quiche, grab a double shot espresso, and just sit and wait for my friends to show up. And that was that was a great experience. Um, after that, in Virginia Beach, there is uh, also American Brew. Have you ever been there? I haven't. Okay. American Brew is like a coffee and bar uh, type place, but they make an amazing breakfast wrap. Uh, 
So okay, so the food at the coffee shop is just as important to you as the coffee. This is the second. So so espresso is life, and then (laughs) food is sustenance for that life that you're about to live. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, they have a delicious breakfast wrap there uh, that goes great with their espresso as well. So those are my two favorites there. Um, And then in uh, Arlington, actually the whole Nova area, I'm going to mix because the place where I live in Arlington is really close to D.C. It only takes me about a good 12 minutes to jump over to D.C. from Arlington. And so like number one where people always find me is Blue Bottle Coffee. Oh, Oh, Georgetown's beautiful. If you've never been to the Blue Bottle location, it's right next to the canal. It's got a a whole large open seating area. Uh, And then we just pull up with our motorcycles, park right there. And then you can sit and experience a beautiful red brick alley uh, that's cobblestone. Okay. um, On the other side, you literally have a canal to look at. And there's people just everywhere, just living life. So it's beautiful. That sounds like number one. That that sounds like a good one. Okay. Now I am ready to go get my second cup of coffee for the day. (laughs) Nice. I just downed my double shot. So (laughs) thank you so much for being on the IT podcast, for just talking about all the things you're passionate about and really just all that you do for Centera and our patients and healthcare in general. It's been really fun to have you on today. No, I really appreciate it. And if you or anyone else has feedback on what's going on within the application or just features that you think would be good, uh, I tell everybody, feel free to just drop drop me an email or send me a message because at the end of the day, all of them are just ideas. We might not adopt all of them, but at least it's good to have a whole bucket full. Absolutely. Love it.